Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Ooh. Today on the podcast, we have ourselves a, an amazing guest, to say the least. And might I add, we pitched the perfect comic for Marvel. Marcelo Fierro is on the show, guys. He has been an artist at Marvel for a while. He's done IDW, Transformers, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Back to the Future. He's done, you name it, this guy's fucking done it almost, and... We talk about some really fun stuff. We talk about being an artist and pushing through, no matter whether you're writing, drawing, anything like that, then, you know, it's a pushing through. That's really what it is, pushing through through COVID time because COVID fucking sucks. So pushing through COVID time, the motivation, the inspiration. Like I said, we pitched the best Marvel book ever, by the way. It involves Wolverine, Captain America, and World War II. Marvel. He works for you. I can work for you. I mentioned $10. That's about it. That's all I'll charge. I'm not even fucking kidding. I will play the Ready Player One, and all it is is one quarter or a nickel, whatever the hell it was at the end. And I love that movie so much. And, but we talk about that. We talk about bringing Spider-Man to life and what that's been like and being an artist from Brazil and actually working at Marvel, you know, and how we got to be an exclusivity at Marvel, you know, times at IDW and Jazz. So hopefully you guys get something from this episode, and I hope to God you guys are staying safe and healthy out there in this crazy new world we live in. The new era is here, like 2020 is part of a new 10-year decade, and it sucks. But you know what? We're making it work. You guys are listening to this podcast, and I thank you for that. And if you want to stay tuned for more, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and ComicChronicle.Podbean.com. And of course, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm at DakotaMorgan3 on Twitter, or at DakotaMorgan3. Or Dakota underscore Morgan 97 on Instagram to keep in touch with the animal caretaking stuff I do, comics, podcasts, video gaming for Twitch and whatnot, Coda Rex 97 on Twitch, Dakota Morgan on YouTube, everything. Look it up on there, guys. Subscribe to those. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, get an escapism from everything going on. And hopefully you guys have been doing that. As it's been interesting here on my side of things. I've been working hard for SGGS Comics and getting all that jazz working and such like that. You know, with comics, with potential things, other projects and whatnot, it's been been rough. We've been making it work, you know, and working in an animal hospital makes it tough, too. But oftentimes, I've said it on the podcast, this is like therapy for me. So thank you to everyone listening, and the subscribe really helps. Be sure to make sure you guys follow Marcelo, too, on Twitter as well. He gives it at the end of the show. We, we go deep dive talking to that, so I'll save you that one for the end. But without further ado, though, I'm going to end this little rant and say stay creative, everybody. As always, stay classy, as I think I used to say at the end of the podcast many years and of course let's get into my talk with marcelo hearing a sound change so i think we are yes now i like to do this i say this every episode but i'm a man of honor of class and respect so i like to give a good intro marcelo i believed as i say it. marcelo welcome to the show thanks for having me dakota i did pronounce your name right right yeah, you did. Okay, good. <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm like, oh my god, like we just talked. Is that one? Like, you know, I felt so bad because there's people whose names I have on. They're from. God, I have one person on from Spain, and I didn't want to pronounce her name wrong. And I'm like, oh no, oh shit. And I think I almost did. I was like, wait, no, I don't mean to. Like, I've studied other languages and shit too. I don't mean to. It's like, I honestly swear to God, it's not that. But thank God I did it right. Yeah, yeah, you did it right. There's no problem here. And uh, well, dude, like you said, so many people from you know all around the world. It's it's difficult to get everybody's names 
you know, 100% correct. You, you, you're going to put your, you know, some name here or there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, oh, man. Like, you you wouldn't think, like, it'd be easy to do after a while. People like, oh, you must understand how to say certain things. I, I honestly, like, I dated someone who was from Russia, and I don't even remember the Russian because I've had so many other languages have to come into my head for stuff and names. Like, I don't know. Like, you think you knew, and it doesn't happen. Um, well, that's that's got to be a difficult one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even pronounce any any word from Russian word. I, I, I don't think I could. It was enough to get me by, to say the least. It was very enough to get me by. Spanish, I knew a little bit more of. It's been a while. Like, I used to be able to do so much more with it, but learning so much in animal caretaking is really, like, medical stuff, and then also, like, names and such like that, too. Like, the information is just, there's so much in there, the brain can only handle so much. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, you, I have to say, good sir, is you are a very popular man because you work a lot. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. It seems you work a lot. <laughs> well, thanks. I, I think, I, yeah, I think I do. As, as a matter of fact, it's funny that you just said that because I am right now in the second day of like kind of a free time I got myself after I don't know how many months of straight work. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't, I can't exactly tell you, but at least four or five months in a row working almost nonstop. Uh, so you did what I was doing in pandemic, in the middle of the end of the world, in the apocalypse. Here, you did, you were working through it too. Yeah, exactly. You know, there in my head in work. So yes, you know, yes. you try to, you know, to cling to at least a, a thread of normality. Uh, yeah. You know, among all that craziness, so it, yeah, I think it worked quite well. But you know, I'm, you know, I got, I got really tired. But yeah, I got to draw uh, lots of comic books. Exactly. Yeah. Don't say what they are because I don't want you to get fired. Because that's the thing. Like you don't want people to get in trouble. And no, 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 no. I know all about that. But yeah, we. That's the best way to do it. Like we were talking before the recording. I guess we can let people know. Like we were talking before the recording for like five minutes, and you know, like I, we were saying too, like it's. You just got to keep working in this. And people who listen to the show often, I say this a lot, is like during these rough times, I mean, we're going in month seven now, I think, or something like that. And you just, yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to keep pushing. Like, believe it or not. So like I found love, I get it's cliche, but I found like, I started dating my girlfriend, Michaela, shout out to her in the middle, in the beginning of the end of the world, like month two. So, and we were working through and we, I worked through and we're still dating and, so you just never know what's going to happen, but you just got to keep powering through. And we both do it every day is you have to power through and keep working. Cause if not, oh, you turn on the news and you drown in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, powering through because, you know, in my specific situation, uh, first of all, I think I was very, very fortunate that, um, I was, I wasn't still, I am under an exclusive contract with Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was kind of a, kind of a security on my side, you know, uh, because of your exclusive contract you have to have work uh coming your way uh, mm-hmm. by contract so i was fortunate enough to not be part of the people who had to like they said in, at the time uh put their pencils down for a while yeah uh, so i was very fortunate like i said again and um yeah and that helped me through because in my personal situation i i married have two kids they were here all the time Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... 
that's motivation. That's seriously yeah. something to work for. You got like, I have kids and a wife. Like, I have to work because otherwise we don't eat. And that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's correct. Exactly. And, and, and you know, it's it, there, there, there was the great side, great part of having them around all the time, which is having them around all the time. Yeah. Because you, you get to appreciate more and love more your kids. But also for the people out there who have kids, well, there's also that uh, not so good time of having them around all the time. Yeah, as I've heard, yeah. <laughs> you, it's harder to get anything done at, at certain days, so. Well, that, uh, it's got to be stress, and you're like, oh, my God, I just want my kids to leave. Can they leave yet? No, it's still the apocalypse, the end of the world? Oh, man. Is The Walking uh, Dead over yet? No, shit. All right, well, uh, it seems we're still living in Walking Dead world. Yeah, more or less, man, exactly, uh, you know? And, oh, and we all you know, freelancers coming with freelancers. Normally they work from home, so uh, yeah. it, it's all in one, one place. But fortunately, uh, uh, here at home, these kids are probably in two or three weeks gonna get back to school. And nice, things nice. Are gonna, yeah, start looking normal, oh, you know, little by little. We should make something clear though. Because where I live, I live in Arizona on the sort of west side. It's the southwest of United States. And you don't live in the United States, so that's why things are normal for you, sir. <laughs> Might I add this? I believe you still, you're in Brazil, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah, so you, you live in a almost better place right about now. Because <laughs> I was about, like, people listening are like, normal? What is this man talking about? No, you live outside the United States where it's more normal. When you when you cross that border to come into here, oh my God, it ain't normal. Just turn around, whoever's coming. <laughs> Just turn around. It ain't fun here anymore. Just leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, normal is kind of relative these days. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you need to print that on a T-shirt, man. You can make so much money. Normal isn't relevant these days. Twenty twenty. <laughs> that would be a good T-shirt there. Eh? Oh, yeah, man. yeah, good idea for a t-shirt, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, you know, uh, it's so crazy. You know, every city has their specific, uh, specific uh, life these days. It looks like yep. you know, or every other state is different from from their neighbor, and every other country is different. It's so hard to understand, but you know, well, the important important thing for us here is that, uh, like I said, you know, in two a couple of weeks or. Couple or three weeks, um, schools are gonna be open again. So yeah. see people working uh, in close to a normal capacity. But of course, there's the whole, you know, uh, you know, social distancing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Masks in some places, in some mm. other places, you have to wear those. Uh, well, yeah, still a little con confusing, but it's 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 uh. It's amazing how uh, a human being has the capacity to adapt pretty quickly to some situation. Exactly. And you, I, there was a friend of mine who said something, because like, outside of animal caretaking, podcasts and comics, and uh, video game streaming, but I do work in, I did really work in film for a long time, for a couple of years. And I still do on the side every now and then when I can from home, because I'm not going on a film set. But... I was looking upon, and someone said the other day, and I don't. It was a friend of mine too, and I don't remember who. I think it might have been Tyler Cotton or somebody a long a while ago. Somewhere, somewhere, some said this was us creators who work in the comics and in the arts. We're prepared for this because we've often wrote, drawn, or created the apocalypse, and so we know how to live and what not to do. 
we know the best way to do it because we've written about it or done or drawn it or something about that. I'm like, that's kind of true. I'll be damned. That makes sense, man. Yeah, that's why we're used to this stuff. They're like, oh, we can't go outside. No problem with us. We work from home, freelancing. Yeah. At and, oh. and the beginning of the whole thing around March or April, uh, I was I was talking to uh, – a few uh, friends uh, from from the comic book industry, we were mm. kind of uh, making a kind of a hangout on on Skype. So uh, I, I I made a comment. You know, remember on those very early days of the of the heavy lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. Uh, everybody was completely inside home. Uh, I I was like, hey guys, uh, who would have think that one day the whole world would adapt the 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 way of life of the comic book freelance. <laughs> Oh my God! It's true. <laughs> I thought Don't, playing. A, oh, I thought yeah. playing a video games like being a gamer because right? like, fuck, I played Xbox oh, for like 15 yeah, years. Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah. we all have been nerds. Basically, predicted the way of living. Exactly. We did. Don't stay home. Don't don't leave your house. Don't exactly. see the, the sunlight. You know, exactly. Get, get exactly. some sunlight every you know every other week. Hey, damn it! I open and a window. You order all your yeah. Yeah, I open a window and get sunlight in, and if my plant's still alive, then that's enough sunlight for me. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so it was pretty ironic. I said, hey, guys, so who would have think, huh, the nerds would sell their their way of life to the whole world? Now the whole world would say, yeah, yeah, stay home because that's the stuff, dude. <laughs> this is the true revenge of the nerds. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. Revenge of the nerds. Oh, shit. Well, I'm... I'm actually very curious about something here. And because I, when I found out where you do live, sir, Marcelo, I found out, I'm like, man, I have to ask this. It's a question of mine. Like, it, this isn't a Time Interview magazine interview or anything like that. This is playback shit, as you can tell. You know, I'm curious, though, because I love hearing the stories of how people outside the United States gets in the film or comics. Like, how did you, in Brazil or over there, how did you get into comics? I mean, shit, you're at it. You have an exclusive with Marvel, for God's sake. Like, yeah. that's big. Yeah, that's sometimes I think about it. It's kind of crazy. Oh, well, it all started uh, actually 10 years ago when I went to uh, New York Comic Con of, of 2010. Mm -hmm. No, uh, I was already an illustrator. I, I had been an illustrator for for a decade before that. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, that was as old as me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting old, I guess. But, you know... Uh, I had an, uh, a career as an illustrator here at home. I, I, I only did work for uh, the Brazilian market, not outside of my country. <clears throat> so I illustrated books and uh, illustrated books for kids and uh, illustrations for ad advertisements, mm -hmm. advertising. Uh, but I always wanted to be in the comic book industry. That was a, a dream, you know, that... Those kinds of dreams you have when you have when you were a child. You know? Yeah, yeah. So back back when I was six years old, I was like, oh man, I hope one day I draw comic books, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, so, I feel it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but but since since we live here in South America, it was always some very uh, it was kind of vague, you know. How how do I even do that? How, how do I even get to draw comic books? You know, mm -hmm. nobody nobody's gonna tell me. Nobody's gonna teach me how to do that. So you kind of have to learn your ways. Uh, so of course I, I turned into a professional in illustration, and uh, that was uh, I said 2010. I, yeah, so we already had here in the country 
a lot of Brazilians drawing comic books for the American industry. Mm. Right? Uh, we had kind of a first wave of Brazilians by the late 1990s. Oh, really? Uh, that early? Yeah, that early, man. Uh, wow. We had people drawing X-Men and Spider-Man. And all high-profile uh, comic books. Shit, I thought it was only recently, because I'm perfectly fine with it. There's some I, people are like, oh, they shouldn't do that. I'm 100% on the fact, do that, because I'm happy as hell that we take people from different countries, bring everyone together to be one creative imagination for artists and writing. Like, yeah, a lot it, of people's favorite folks are, a lot of them, actually, yeah, you're right, nowadays from your neck of the woods. They're from there. Right. Oh, shit. France, Argentina, even Africa. I have a friend of mine who works at DC exclusively, and he's in South Africa. Like, right. who would have thought? Yeah, I know. It's it's a pretty international industry, uh, like the movie industry is. Very, yeah. very international, of course. <clears throat> uh, most most people working on it are still from the U.S. You can you can see that. By the, you, you can buy all the comic books in, from you know a given month and look at the credits. It's yeah. still mostly an American industry, but yeah, tons of folks from all over, uh, you know, because of, you know, we can be working from anywhere in the world with anybody these days because of the internet and, and all that. So, but, but he, yeah, Brazilians, uh, they started working for the industry by the late 1990s. The, that was the first wave, like we say. Mm-hmm. Um, I am part of like the third or fourth wave, I guess. The third or fourth wave. Oh, that's cool, though. Probably, yeah. But, you know, uh, we have here in the country uh, some agents who actually have are, their specialty is to uh, get your work, your comic book work, and present to the American publishers. They're agents for comic book artists. That's what mm. they do. Basically, that's what they do, their jobs. Because we have, uh, you know, Dozens of artists here, and um, so first I tried to work to the American industry through an agent. Didn't work well. Didn't work out quite well. So I said, well, you know what? I speak English. I have a portfolio. Why don't I just, you know, uh, take my last chance at doing this? You know, I actually take a travel to the United States. I go to NYCC. And oh see wow! What happened. Yeah, I I, I was. Without an agent, I tried this independently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did the, the the whole thing. You know, I, I got my plane ticket. I, I booked my hotel to NYCC. I bought my NYCC tickets and went to New York uh, 10 years ago. Very and, determination, by the way. That takes a lot of guts to do. That's yeah, like man. very. That's like moving from New York to go to L.A. to in American standards to go pursue acting. That's yeah. a big risk. It's a huge yeah. risk. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. I said, okay, this is going to be my last shot because I tried in other ways. I got to, before calling the quits, I have to go to the last shot. I, I, I know I can do this. Why not try? Yeah. So that's what I did. So uh, I spent, you know, NYCC is four days. Uh, so two out of the four days I spent literally taking my portfolio and presenting to every editor I could find in the oh, show wow. floor. So one independent ed- a publisher liked my portfolio. They, uh, they, they said to me, okay, uh, we like your stuff. Please, when you get back home, uh, let's keep talking. So that's what I did. 
So from that, I got my first work in the industry, which was a comic book called Rich You Rich. I oh, know I know that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was uh, Ape Entertainment, the publisher. Unfortunately, yeah. they don't exist anymore. Sadly. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Uh, yeah. But that was that was how I entered into the industry, man. And after that, well, so I, I don't, I don't, you know, to make a long story short, uh, I then I worked for IDW with uh, a few books in IDW. Uh, Back to the Future was one. I did a few Transformers. Just um, the name dropping, why don't you? Like, oh, you know, IDW, Back to the Future, Transformers, no big deal. <laughs> like, come on, man, that's huge already. Are you shitting me? Like, that's big. Oh, no, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, I know, without giving my age, I, I was a kid when I watched Transformers. <laughs> that's most people. I mean, we're all kids when we watch Transformers. I rewatched it when it was not on YouTube. But on the Hasbro website, because the Hasbro's first website they ever did, they put the the original Transformers, the one that you watched, they put all the episodes up there for free. I watched oh, every... Yes, they did. And oh. There's no way in hell they'll do that now, though. There's no way. It's on. It'd have to be on Netflix or something. But they did that, and they put the new ones out, too. So for oh. about four months... I would just sit at the computer and watch Transformers after school and before school. Binge watched. Oh my god, I binge watched before Netflix happened. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that had to be the six. So I feel it, I feel it. So you got the original Transformers, and you're like, I get the Transformers. Like that had to be mind blowing, mind blowing. It was. It, I, I even treated a couple of emails with with the um, Back to the Future screenwriter. Oh god. Oh, he was shitting me. Yeah, the producer, screenwriter's last producer. Oh, unfortunately, I forgot his name. I'm very sorry, but uh, he was writing, co-writing the comic book. So I traded a couple of emails with the guys. It was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm speaking to the guy who Dude, helped come up with the idea. Oh of my Texas. god, sir, Marcelo, you have knocked me out of the water. I thought I talked to a lot of people and cool people from all, like Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Godzilla movies, all sorts of stuff, like, you know, from comics too. Like, I feel like friends of mine too. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. You know, and Amazon shows, like, that's cool. And they're like, I got to trade emails with the Back to the Future, you know, screenwriter. Like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> comics, sir. That's, that on, yeah. on your resume alone, you could retire with that. We don't retire as comic book freelancers, <laughs> but it's besides the point. Yeah. Wow. Always work. But yeah, yeah, it was very cool, man. Because it, and, and let me see. Uh, after IDW, you know, in the meantime, I, I, I did, unfortunately, only one job for Dark Horse, which was a miniseries, a uh, uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3 miniseries, kind of a. Uh, yeah. 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 To the game. Yeah. It was 2015. And. Uh, well, and then uh, two years ago, two years ago, yeah, I did my first work for Marvel. But uh, before that, two years ago, we're, we're talking about 2018. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But I started trying to work for them three years before that. Oh. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I started trying 2015, actually, because uh, at every New York Comic Con, they do a portfolio selection. Mm-hmm. Every day they select ten portfolios to do a review. So every year, 20, 
15, no, actually, 2016, 17, and 18, I was picked up at every convention. Uh, I spoke to the same guys, you know, they already knew me. Hey, you're here again. Said, yeah, man, I'm here again. You guys picked <laughs> yeah. my portfolio to, yeah, for, for the interview again. So let's see what happens now. In my third Marvel interview in a space of three years, that's when uh, the talent, the talent manager looked at my stuff and said, well, now, I, you know, there's, you know, if, if I if I have any critique to you, it's just nitpicking. I mm -hmm. very much like what, what I'm seeing here. Yeah, maybe we can work. So I was pretty excited. And uh, after I got home from NYCC 2018, mm -hmm. uh, that's when I started trading the first emails with the Marvel editors about actual work. And, I was, you know, I started, I started yeah, you, you always start with uh, fill-ins, um, you know, lower profile jobs because they're actually, they're testing you a bit because it's pretty, pretty normal. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to see... Uh, how much far far you can go, your capacity of work. Yeah, so, the the basics that you want to know that someone can do the work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So they had they needed a fill in for uh, uh, spider spider spider. What was the name of the miniseries, man? It was a three part miniseries. I don't, I'm gonna forget. I'm already forgetting the name. Oh my god, Spider Force. Yeah. There we go. Spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Force. It was. It was. Part of the whole Spider Geddon uh, event. Yes, uh, back in back when, yeah, yeah, that was. Oh God, that was a couple years ago. Couple <laughs> oh years, no, already, yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, I did a fill in that miniseries. That was my first job. Uh, actually, in, in total, I did twenty pages for the three part miniseries. Oh wow. Yes, uh, man. After that, well, things just happen. They give you another job, and then another one. You 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 just get into this thing snowballing and one year ago before actually I went to NYCC 2019 I was offered my exclusive before going to New York Wow, which was of course to me a no-brainer to say yes yeah no shit I mean you get a big job like that is like a freelance dream to be like I got an exclusivity contract like it's the dream right there Especially one of the big two, definitely. Of course, yeah, of, yeah. Of course, you're forbid to work to everybody else in the industry. That's part of your exclusive. Yeah, but there's also benefits too. There's some good things with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, at that point in my career, uh, and being working, you know, only I was I was only twelve months into working with Marvel since I started. So my first year with Marvel, I was already offered. This exclusive to me that meant a lot. And I was like, okay, uh, looks like they're actually liking what I'm doing. Mm. And since I don't have, I, I'm still, it's not like I'm 10 years working with Mark. I'm only in my first year. So uh, I I really don't mind don't working for everybody else right now. To me, that's that's just, uh, let, let me just hold to this thing. You know, I. Yeah, yeah. I don't at all mind not working for everybody else as of now because uh, I prefer being inside Marvel now, working my way up the publisher, getting to know more people, and uh, you know, see my you know see if my work grows more, mm -hmm. and maybe get get to higher pro uh, higher profile titles in the future. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like you keep. It's a thing. It's like I mean, there's so much there to unpack already, though, Marcelo. Like, yeah, and, 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 there is. Sorry. Well, it's it's the thing. So I don't mean. I just want to tell you, like that all right there should be the people listening right now. I could got to talk about it. Is this yeah. proves you have to take the leap to what yeah, you want to do? Exactly, man. And, and sorry to interrupt you here, but just to you be could. honest, yeah. I said you know going to higher profile titles, but. In this year, it actually happened for the first time, and I'm very thankful, very really? grateful to my editors there, to uh, all the people I work with, because I did this year two issues of Amazing Spider-Man, which yes, do Amazing Spider-Man is a very great accomplishment. Hey guys and gals, Dakota here with a quick little ad break for you. So folks, we always know the classic saying, wear your freak flag high. Now you can, because the Comic Chronicle podcast now has its own little merch line on Redbubble. That's right, folks, we have our own little merch line with some fun little logos. Of course, our Man of Steel-esque logo for the Comic Chronicle podcast you can get on mugs, t-shirts, sweaters, posters, prints, all sorts of stuff like that on there. And of course, we sell some exclusives that you may be interested in in this new world era that we live in. One of those designs we feature is the little branding called Vigilante in Training. Let people know when you wear your mask or if you want to get a sticker version of the little iconic logo there. Rough dick looking uh, pat, uh, stamp on there on your mask that's blue, a little dark blue. Vigilante in Training. Or if you want, we have in a word bubble on there, trying to best to explain this on a podcast, in a word bubble, Make Comics Not War. Get that on t-shirts, sweaters, posters, a mask, buttons, phone cases, all sorts of stuff like that on there. And of course, lastly, we have Blockbuster Kid. Take on the Blockbuster logo. You know, a lot of us, like myself, we grew up a Blockbuster. Or, you know, you're a semi-medium age adult and you like Blockbuster too. You want to support the past and keep a little bit of retro on there. You can do that too. Get your t-shirts, masks, buttons, stickers with Blockbuster Kid written on there too. You can check out the store for the Comic Chronicle podcast on Redbubble. And an easier way to do so is you can click the link in the show notes below. And that will help you guys and take you straight down to it. Go to Explore Designs and see what all the fun stuff we have for you guys. See the logos for yourself and support the podcast all in the same sense. I give you guys stuff for free, which is the podcast, and now we give you some merch. Wear that freak flag high, folks, so thanks for tuning into this episode, and without further ado, let's take it back to Dakota from the past. Oh my god, anything Spider-Man, like, I mean, you gotta think about it. you did Spider-Man and the Spider-Force and whatnot, but then just to do the amazing Spider-Man itself, like the main, oh, sir, Marcelo, good man, like, you... That is a goal. Like, that is an achievement unlocked. Like, did you do the Avengers? Nobody did Spider-Man. Still a clap. That's still a clap. That's still like, good on you, sir. We salute you. Yeah. Well, it really is. I know. Spider-Man's a great thing, a big thing. Uh, I actually just finished my second issue of, uh, I I just drew two issues of Miles Morales' Spider-Man. I just finished my second issue, number 21, which is going to be out in a couple months, I guess. Yeah, that's about right, yeah. It was pretty awesome, yeah. Still inside the Spider-Universe, drawing some more stuff from, from Spider-Man. How but, is it? How is that, by the way? Like, there's certain things, like, in some of my books, I get to bring giant monsters to life with words, and the artist, shout out to you, Paul, does. And then, you know, people powers and all sorts of stuff like that. But the thing with Spider-Man is, like, when you're bringing that to life, especially as an artist, you guys are the magicians. I say it every podcast. I interview someone that has artist background of any sort you guys are true not to discredit writers at all trust me but you guys bring the magic to words and so to bring the words to life and bring it to spider-man especially miles a really cool spider-man mind you 
I really lost one. Like, how yeah. how was it with that? Like, how was it bringing that to life? Yeah, you know, I never expected to draw Miles, which but but it was great doing my. I don't know how much more Miles I'm gonna do in the future. Still don't know. Mm. But if I just get to do the two issues that I did, um, that was very good to me because I always I always liked Miles for the visual. The only the costume alone. I I looked at Miles' costume. I was like, oh my god, this costume is so cool. The, the black and red. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. red. The red webbing is so cool. Oh, like, God, oh yeah. yeah, I wish I could draw this one day. So it actually happened. It was very great. And, you know, uh, I I got some feedback, for, actually, from the writer, oh. uh, Saladin Ahmed. Uh, it, 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 was, it is very great when you get, to get, when you get uh, the feedback from the writer. Because to me, it means a lot because... This person sits in, in their computer and starts starts typing those words and ideas. And of course, when they do that, they have their own visuals in mind, probably. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Usually. Already, yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. They imagine how the scene is going to be, the emotions of the characters, and all that. And when you hear the writer say, "Hey, man, very well done. That's even better than I was imagining." Is to me that that uh, that's a very good accomplishment because that means you won. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> that that means you're good at what you do. You know that that means so much. There, you're right. Yeah, I... yeah. And of course, there's the other end of the whole thing, which is the readers too. Of course. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not the type of person that spends a lot of time on the internet searching for feedback from from everybody, from the audience, from the readers. But of course, you you get some feedback, even even when you're not looking for it. They come to you, say uh, a couple things. Yeah. Uh, in that in that area, well, I guess I'm still pretty lucky. Of course, I have I have seen here or there uh, comments that people that don't like what you do. It's it's pretty normal. Mm, yeah, that is 100 percent normal. Yeah, <laughs> there's if you're good at something, then you'll have positive and negative reviews, well, like this show has had. <laughs> Trust I, me. I had, I had my share of bad reviews too. Yeah, shame, man, same. Yeah. But fortunately, uh, I think to, you know, to every maybe ten, nine people that one pe one person that doesn't like nine other people like. So, okay, uh, it's a good balance. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And obviously, if you're, I mean, the fans matter a lot, and the fans always matter. And then if the writer is happy too, like that's the thing is we're nervous as writers. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but from writers you've worked with in the past, but writers, we're scared for artists sometimes. Like, I personally, at least most of the time, and at least a writer should be, yeah. but I've, I've heard stories from of really asshole writers. But there's the thing is, like, I'm every time I write a script, I want to make sure it's not too crazy for my artist, Paul, for any of the books. You know, I make sure it's not like, Oh, here's a stadium packed with 50 people, and that's the whole, or no, like uh, 10,000 people, and that's the whole issue is that stadium. Like, that would take forever to draw. And it's like, well, no, you don't want to do that. And it's like, oh, this crazy detail seemed like I give a little bit of detail, so know what's going on, but I trust you full heartedly. Like, it's that symbiotic, it's it's a venom trust. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, you're it's, right. It's like that. Yeah, it's like you, there's got to be that balance with the artist and the writer of trust and faith and be like, I'm going to, I have an idea, but I'm trusting you to make it come to life or even make it better. And then the artist is like, oh, okay, I trust you to give me 
good scripts that I can bring to life, like something not too difficult, and that's not going to take me 50 years to make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah, you're, you're very correct about that. Yeah, your perspective is pretty much the same that I have. You know, the symbiotic relation that you mentioned, I think this is exactly the thing. Uh, you, you might not even know in person or never talk to the writer sometimes, you know, speaking from the artist's perspective. Mm-hmm. But when you Happens. when you read a script, you kind of know what he's what he or she's going for, and I always try to understand, uh, you know, well, okay, this scene, well, what does he want from this scene, you know, which is the most important part of this, which which is which is the the element that I have to highlight here, you know, character wise or emotion wise or mm-hmm. background wise, I don't know. Uh, and I always look for that, and maybe I have a good eye for for that because normally uh, those guys, you know, like I told you, they give uh, positive feedback. And, yeah. You know, and 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 also I tell you, sometimes I, I it happened to me before. I'm reading the script, and sometimes you bump into a scene that you go, mm, I'm not sure how how to to deal with this. How how should I? What's how should I angle this thing? Mm-hmm. I always I always go and ask. Yeah, that's it. Like you can just that's the power of what we do. You don't have to send it in the mail like, hey, what are you doing? Or try a dial up phone or anything like that. Like we can just ask. Yeah. Email, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, text, phone call, just some of what you can do. FaceTime shit. Which has worked with a bunch too. Like there's like I message the guy like if Paul has something, he calls me or he texts me or you know, I could call him or I would fucking message him. It's like, all right, here we go. Like, it's normal to do, which is people think like, oh, they just sent it off and there's no communication. Like, no, there is. People have, you back, I don't know if you can back me up on this or not. Maybe I'm wrong. But I've noticed, especially talking to fellow comic book people, is there seems to be a misunderstanding of what exactly happens when we write and draw these books. Like, I don't think people have the full idea of how closely we work and the fact it takes a long time to make these books. Yes, I think you're maybe, yeah, yeah, you're right in this perception. Yeah, sometimes I get that too. Yeah, um, I was wondering, yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how, how much we can blame the the audience for not knowing some stuff. That's but true. It's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely, yeah, you know, I was thinking the other day, uh, it's, it's, it's very, I, I don't know. Sometimes I take ten hours to fifteen, maybe depending on the page, to, to draw a page. Yeah, yeah. That means a full day work. Some some pages, day and a half, and it's gonna be read in how many seconds? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, like I mean, it's that's it. You're like you put in so much work. But you know what though? If they're able to not stop and it's. What is it? If some I had it. Someone said it once was, if they're able to keep reading and looking at the artwork, and they're able to keep going and going and going without stopping to see that it's different, you're doing good. That's it. Yeah. As long as it takes us a few seconds and whatnot, then you're doing fine. If they stand there and look at it because yeah. it's bad or they don't like it, then you got a problem. But yeah. then maybe yeah, they maybe stay in there looking at it like, oh, Marcelo here. He, Marcelo, likes to really do, like, this thing here. Oh, I really enjoy that. I like that piece about his artwork. Like, something like that. You, you want him to read it quick. Quote, unquote, quick. Yeah, Not man. super quick. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so, it's funny. Uh, 
the 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 uh, the backstage, quote unquote, the backstage of a page, a comic yeah. page. If people could have access to that, I mean, it would be so much maybe fun to see. Uh, okay, this page, what you know, this writer, this guy, you for example. Uh, I believe you you have written scripts in good and bad days. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had a sh. Can I say bad words? You can cuss and say whatever you want. You can say All dildo. Right. It's fine. <laughs> no matter on this show. There's no gonna... censorship. You're good. Okay. I was going to say just shitty. You had a shitty day. It's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing on this. Maybe yeah. maybe you fought your girlfriend. Maybe, you know, somebody hit your car that day. And you had to go back home and sit down in front of your computer and write some funny stuff. Or yeah. some fun stuff. To, oh, yeah. You know? That that's the difficulty. Uh, uh, maybe I'm drawing a pace uh, on one day that maybe I got uh, bad news about some someone that I like, but I still had to draw maybe superhero fighting, for example. We have the perfect example of this, though. We legitly do. Think about it. We we you and I talked about this before we started recording. Uh, we worked through the end of the world. Oh, <laughs> that's the thing. Like. God. We've worked through <laughs> pandemic. That's exactly. exactly what you're talking about. Like we would turn on the news and be, and there's nobody anywhere. Everybody's <laughs> inside. Thousands of hundreds of thousands of people are dying. Like, you know, the disease is spreading. Like it's contagion. The raw, real life version of contagion, the movie, you know, it like moves. we're sitting there, like we worked, you and I worked through it. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, you don't know what's happening the next day. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Like shit. I don't know. I got wildfires now, like a few miles away from me. Who knows? Like, oh, you don't. Yeah. yeah, like it's you're you're absolutely right. You do have those bad days when you when you come home and you and I've yeah. had those and we work through them past them. Like it's people. Maybe people think it's like a hundred percent rainbows, but it's not. You work through and whatnot. I can. There. All right. Maybe yeah. as a writer, you may be able to tell if there's a bad day because why was this character so brutally murdered? Oh yeah, somebody hit my car. <laughs> I was really bad that day, and I really had. To, I'm now happy as can be, but my frustration was taken out on that character. My bad. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, no, I I know, and you know, just so people will know, people who are listening, we are of course joking here. Yes, but, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're making you know talking about this in a in a light mood, of course. But yeah, well. People don't have. We we understand. People don't have to know, and we're we are obviously not complaining. You know, no, it's we just love our jobs. Let it be known. Love, we, oh oh yeah. fuck it, we love them. Of yeah. course, it, it's just it's just life. Uh, sometimes, uh, uh, the comic book industry uh, or or working in comic books can be can have this uh, this this coat of of glamour around it. There's yeah, it can be glamorous at times. You walk, for example, the conventions. Sometimes, yes. Well, yeah. you have. I'm sitting on my table in an artist alley. I have this big banner behind me. I have my credits on 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 high profile comic books. Yeah, I, I understand. There is a glamour to it, but at the end of the day, uh, we are, you know, we work. I I, I don't like to say normal jobs because uh, I don't want to diminish the value of what we do. Or, or, or also the profession and, and the job of other people. Mm. Uh, it's, it's still very unique what we do. But as people working, it, you know, we went through, we go through 
the same difficulties as the guy next door sometimes. Yeah, you know, like we're that's the thing is like I think you're a hundred percent right. There's no denying that. And I think you're it's the same thing of someone does something outside the normal job. Quote unquote. I want to say quote normal a quote unquote job. You know, like it's the thing where people are like, oh yeah, like oh they have the rough days and shit like that. And it's like, well, they don't think they do. Well, we don't think we did what we do. Like I work in the movie business too every now and then now. I used to do a lot more in the movie business. And people think, oh, my God, he must have no bad days because he writes comics, works at a zoo, and works in movies, which could be the farthest from the truth on that one. Because guess what? We're human, too. We have bad days. Like, somebody I know posted about it. They said, hey, you know, we're taking a break for a little bit because I'm getting a divorce. Like, oh, shit. Or, you know, that happens. Or somebody's cat dies or something like that. Like, I'd have a bad day, too, to be like, I still come home and work. It's like, oh, my animal died at work. It's like, oh, shit. So I still come home when I still do work, though. It's like, you know, but you still, I think it's that thing of the grass is always greener. And when it comes to the arts, people think it's always green. But let me tell you, it's like the Adams family down on that bitch. It's green in some spots and black grass in summers, and some of it's on fire. So you just don't know. Depends on the day. <laughs> it really does. Like, it's true, man. It's true. And you, you know what, though? I got to say, too, kind of what we said before is, we're not complaining. We love our jobs, but just so people know, we all have good days and bad days, you know, and we we, we understand that. Yeah, Hopefully, so people. If, if for if, if for example, uh, if you guys see out there a comic book from me sometime, and for example, if you see, you know, um, well, here this guy, this guy drew this character's face a little off. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe it was one of my kids bugging me to death. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a real thing that has happened a few times. <laughs> the yeah, people well, over here. That's a real thing gone on record, buddy. I hope you know that. Like, not, I don't know if you've done that before, but you just admitted to it without admitting to it. But yeah, <laughs> that has, I've known people who have admitted that not on, well, on the show and then also like on Twitter. They're like, people are like, oh, they're complaining about this scene. Yeah. Also, I had my dogs up on my lap and my, or no, there's one. Uh, sorry, this drawing looks a little bit rough. My cat wouldn't get off my computer. It's a yeah, real I, thing, you know. Like, have, have you actually have you actually read those kind of tweets? Yeah, I've read those kind of tweets. I'm not even kidding. I've read oh. those tweets before. And like, yeah, that's the nice part of Twitter. That's the nice part I like to look at. That's like, this is bad news, but I'm like, no, this is good news. I'm not yeah. looking at the real bad news on Twitter. I like to avoid that at all costs. Fuck, fuck, man, fuck. It's. It's not. So you done how long is your exclusive exclusivity at Marvel to say the least? Cause I'm wondering about that. Is it for the next couple of years? Is it just for, oh, is it no, ended no. now? Like is what's going on? One year ago, we signed a one year exclusive. So it Ooh. is about, to, we, I'm still, uh, it, it's still going, but it is about to end. And pretty soon uh, I'm going to talk to them about renovating or not. You okay. Know, All right. I, I still don't know that information, but uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm getting there pretty pretty soon. Marcelo, you sound like a big time Hollywood actor. <laughs> I'm gonna review the contract and we're gonna go over everything <laughs> for the new one. Like, I barely hear that with comics. Like, I I'm serious. Like, because not too many people that I ever get a chance to talk to, whether for the show or not for the show, like we, I don't often hear exclusivity. That often here. It's rare these days, especially in 2020. It's very yeah. rare. 
And yeah, so, yeah. like, it's a huge congrats to you, man, on that one. I want to clap thank for you. Thank you. No, thank you. Congrats. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was. I, I have to tell you, uh, 12 months ago when I was offered the deal, I was so very happy, man. I was very, mm. very happy because that meant a lot to me. Uh, you know, I, I felt like, okay, I'm one year in this house in Marvel, and apparently these guys are really appreciating what I'm doing. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, that meant a lot because in my head, you know, it's funny. In my head, I never, I, I, my self-perception, my self-awareness of myself, my place in the mm. industry, I don't ever think of myself as, oh, my God, I'm, I'm such a big shot. Because which is good. Actually, which, yeah, I think, yeah. You know what? I don't like, you know what I don't like to get much? Mm. I, I don't like to get much, uh, much praise. I as, same. You know, same, as much as I understand, yeah. I appreciate every every person that comes to me. Say, hey man, you're you're awesome. You're very good. As, but you know, fans, I love it. Fans, I, I love getting feedback from fans. When I go to the conventions, we have a good time meeting them eye to eye. So that's why I was so bummed out not having an NYCC this year. Mm. Uh, one of the reasons I was so bummed out about it. But yeah. Yeah, you know, fans that well, dude. If if there if if any fan listening now, you know, guys, I I love that. You know, this interaction with fans. But when it comes to people inside the industry, I also I also like to hear here or there a word of mm -hmm. compliment. It, it always helps us. It's like it's a true. little. It's like a little fuel inside our. Yeah, it, it, it helps us. Like uh, positivity makes the tree grow. Yeah, sometimes I like to say that. Yeah, it's you yeah. need it because if you just got a hundred percent listen, we get a hundred as artists of all types, any artist, yeah. writer, artist, actor, whatever, we get negative reviews all the time. It's called ourselves. That's the problem. And so like we need the positivity. So we tell ourselves a little bit here who often hate us or like who's the worst yeah. who's the worst uh reviewer? myself like that's the thing like yeah. you know my brain you know that's, that's one who always critiques my books you know it's yeah. all that shame shit like that like so the positivity well we don't like too much of i'm with you i don't like too much of it either but because basically because i hate myself a lot but you know we don't want too much of the positive which we're working on but if you don't want too much of the positivity but enough to be like thank you like it's good to know that it's worth it because people are happy about it but you don't want to yeah. be like aztec bowing down type of people here Again, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, that, that there has to be uh, some kind of balance uh, because uh, I don't know if this is just for artists, but uh, as an artist, I, I see myself a tendency to uh, easily uh, lay back a little bit more when you when you feel more secure. Okay, I am dominating this field here because that guy says I'm awesome. That other guy also <laughs> says that. No, yeah. I, I'm not having any negative uh, critique. Um, yeah, I don't like to be in that place because uh, to to rest on your laurels. Maybe I think that's the, the yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The expression, yeah. I don't have to be. I I, I don't like to be that guy. Uh, sometimes here and there, uh, uh, that email from an editor. Hey, man, this page is awesome, but yeah, you had. It would be good to change here or there to fix this thing here. I kind of like that sometimes too. It's like a wake up call. Hey, hey, man, wake up. Uh, yeah. You have you have things to improve. So 
don't get all rested there. You know. Yeah, it's very it's, true. Yeah, very don't, true. Don't, don't be too relaxed on your armchair right there because you still got a lot to do, man. As so, I'm sitting in my armchair, that just made me like freak out for me. I'm like, oh shit, we don't even have the cameras on. What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god. Like, no, no, right now chair, you can't. Yeah. No, right now you can, man. It's Saturday night. Yeah, that's true. It is a Saturday night. For you, it's late. For me, it's not too bad. It's all right. It's, it's not too bad at all. But yeah, it's true. Like, hey, you know what? If I relax too much in this chair, then I will f- fall asleep. And that would be a hell of a podcast. <laughs> Did you hear the one where that guy fell asleep in the middle of an interview? <laughs> Whoa, yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, that'd be rough. That'd be really rough. Well, that would be at least popular. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would do it. I, I would feel so bad, and I would never do another episode. There would be, I would feel so guilty to you if I did that or to whoever it was. Or, like, if it wasn't even me, I'd feel so guilty to be like, wow, I feel like an asshole. <laughs> so, no. Oh, well, if you're the host, that's kind of weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my it's god, just... the host is asleep. <laughs> oh god. Does that mean I'm boring? Oh no. No, yeah, well or maybe I'm too boring if you ever <laughs> Yeah, see that's the thing. There's so many possibilities. It would be the if there was video involved too, it would be the number one hit for at least like two days. And that's saying something on YouTube. Oh my yeah. god, man. Oh my god. Well, I'm curious, though, because I do like to ask this of fellow comic workers uh, and whatnot, because we all have our favorites, and it's a thing I like to do every show. And what would be some of the ones that you think you want to work for? Because I, I don't want you to say anything in case you get in trouble. I don't want you to do that. But what would be like some characters from any company do you think that maybe you'd want to get a job or even attempt at uh, bringing the life? All right. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> well, uh, but first, let's talk uh, a little about Marvel. Uh, inside Marvel, I, there's still uh, some stuff that I, I would like to have a shot at. Uh, if I got to draw, if I got to do Wolverine one day, that would be awesome. Oh, you would make a killer Wolverine, Marcelo. You would make a killer Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes oh. I look at Wolverine and say, hey, man, maybe we would be a good match, man. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? <laughs> oh, that's the best thing I've ever heard this year. You know, sometimes I look at Wolverine and think, good match. <laughs> <laughs> that's the t-shirt right there. That's not because I'm short and hairy. No, not at all. You know, I'm, uh, Because I'm not hairy, only short. Just <laughs> If you put me and a Wolverine in the same costume, we'd be the Wolverine Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and so Wolverine's one. Anybody else at Marvel? Because oh, Wolverine's right. people at Marvel, people who work at Marvel do listen to these shows and DC too, oh. so, or in other companies. So you never know. There is uh, another character that has not, well, nothing to do with Wolverine. Yeah, just a little to do with Wolverine, which is Captain America. <laughs> you know, uh, Captain, yeah, I'd say nothing. I'd nothing say nothing. To, yeah, so. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, there's but, no similar. My 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 test pages I got approved by Marvel. Yeah. For Captain America pages. Oh, that's a good way in. That's yeah, what yeah, you tell yeah. your boss. You'd be like, hey, my test page is how I got the job as Captain America. And yeah, he's going to yeah. do a Captain America lately, maybe? Uh, and, and I still look at those pages two years after, and I still like them. Yeah. And sometimes when I get to draw caps, like I just did, and as a matter of fact, in those two Miles Morales issues that I just, draw, that I just drew, uh, caps appeared. 
So, yes. Every time, every time I draw, <clears throat> sorry, every time I draw Captain America, sometimes I, uh, people kind of compliment me on, on Captain America. Hey, by the way, nice caps. Oh, okay. Thank see, you. See, see, there you go. There, and come on, Marcelo, come on. There's yeah. got to be, there's no other way. So, Captain America, honestly, though, okay, now you have to choose. Because Captain America is likely in Wolverine. If you talk, if you if you make a good case, you can get it. Now you have to choose. They're like, okay, you have to choose between Wolverine or Captain America. Okay, so I'll, it, since since the people industry industry uh, listen to the podcast, I'm gonna throw this idea out there. Maybe if you guys uh, write a mini series of both characters, yeah, team up with Captain <laughs> Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, you know, call yes. me. <laughs> call me. <laughs> if you want to talk about that, you know what? Here, here, I'll write it for you. Here we go. Okay. So this is the story. Marvel, Marvel. I am. Listen, I'm a freelancer, and I can. I'll work for ten dollars. I will literally put in three weeks of work for ten dollars. I want to make it known. Here's wow. the story. I want this man here. I want my seller to work on. I know, right? That's ballsy. Uh, <laughs> if, if I want him to be the artist, man, right here, right now. Okay. Story is, it's Captain America and Wolverine fighting Nazis in World War II. Wow, that would be awesome. No, seriously, they've man. hinted at it. They've hinted at it, but they've never would, done it. I, I want it. I can do it. Love that. I would. Fucking, uh, sorry, uh, uh, you know what translates what I just felt now was off. I would fucking love it. You know what? The, yeah. the samples, the test pages I told you about, half of those pages were during World War II, Captain America. There you fucking go, man. Like, this is go. I wish you'd not have said this on the podcast. Fuck. Trademarked by us. I swear <laughs> to God, this is our lot. This is our story. If you take it, even though it's technically Marvel's anyway, but if you take it, <laughs> this is ours. We, I mean, honestly, you just need to draw that together. Because, I mean, Wolverine, obviously it's been known he's been in World War II. In the movies, yeah, yeah. The comics, everything. Somebody said it was in, a, in an alternate universe that they, they are teamed up. And it was a one shot. It was one panel. Or it might even just have been fan art. And that's it. We could do that. Listen, I have a military background with the Air Force. We could make this work. Awesome. I, you know, <laughs> here we go. Like, we could do, like, I mean, come on, you just got to get them fighting Hydra. That's all you got. It's a mini series. That's all it has to be. It could yeah. even be just digital. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, we I come up, Marvel, pick up the phone. W one out of two of us already works for you. <laughs> it's really easy. Like I said, ten dollars. Just let me write it. It's all I require. Oh man. Oh my god. Just you, know, you just it, have to draw that. Just draw that and show it. Uh, they're like, ah, uh, so you're here about your contract. Yes, I have storyline. Uh, there's podcast. He's written seven different comic books for a company. Uh, indie company right now and uh he has an idea and slide over or technically you'd have to put it in the chat because you're not meeting the person you just email them over that picture and say nothing else just a picture and then see what they say they say deal yeah we got ourselves a deal <laughs> that would be amazing i am actually having oh. ideas here in my head okay there you I'm, go I'm just draw them ideas. together fighting right skull there you go <laughs> oh man, man. Oh, no you know, uh, World War II, I am fascinated with, uh, I, I study World War II by myself. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, you know, it's a horrific and fantastic period in history that I, I'm yeah. attracted to studying that. 
So and yeah. I like to draw those tanks, those those motorcycles, those soldiers. I like to yes. run that. Yeah. And I also like these two characters. And Ex- anything, if I got offered anything in Marvel, man, uh, uh, in the in, in this in this sense, you know, Wolverine, it, not even you, you don't even have to have the World War Two thing, but you know, uh, Wolverine would would be fantastic. Uh, last year, yeah. yeah, last year I drew, I, I did Morbius. Hey folks, Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break, but this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are a comic fan, which you are if you're listening to the show. You guys like comics and you like reading them in person. Well, let me tell you, go to Draw on the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. This is not just a hype thing for this ad. Let me tell you, I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. They, you get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be, comics. It's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address, 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, in downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them, drawntocomics.com, or find them on social media, and the number is 623-847-9090. You give them a call. Definitely, guys, I love going to the store. And this is not a fucking lie. I love going. It's so amazing. Thanks, everyone. And hopefully... You guys check them out if you're in Arizona or maybe passing through. Remember, guys, draw on the comics. Go check it out for your books. Reading books in person is so much better than digital. But I love digital, too, so it's a little bit of a toss-up. Support brick-and-mortar companies. We definitely need you to. Thanks, everyone. And now, without further ado, I'm going to take it back to future me. And I did. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. You did do Morbius. Yeah, I remember that panel. You too. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. More, and I also did... Uh, a Deadpool miniseries are absolute carnage versus Deadpool miniseries. You are just telling them even more of why you should have a Wolverine and Captain America team up in a war. Yeah. Like it's yeah. the e- World War Two would sell. That would definitely sell because it's different, you know. And you, you know what? Too, if you do in World War Two, you get a you get old, uh, quote unquote, older, but also younger Wolverine. He's Bone Claws, so you get Yo. Bone Claw Wolverine in there too. Those were yeah. uh, around yeah. War II. Yeah, those were bone claws. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it'd be bone claws. And you can even make Bucky appear in there. And Wolverine gives Bucky shit because he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, he's like, go like, who's the kid? You're bringing a kid with you in the war cap? Like, come on, Steve. Like, what's going on here? And like, maybe that's why they always kind of have a little bit of friendship. And you figure out that's why. Like, they meet at a bar and tell war stories. Or like they meet at a bar, like it's a it's a tradition. Oh my god, we're, I should shut the fuck up, but I can't. Like they meet at a bar, like every, like every five years or every other every two years, they meet at a bar and they recollect, and they tell the stories and they recollect the stories of when they fought in World War Two. And wow. it's her d- tradition to have a beer. Oh, pause here. Hey, uh, sweet yeah. audience of the podcast, you <laughs> you guys are more or less you're more or less witnessing what would be a. A meaning for you know for for a it new would. comic book, you know it okay, would it, it really is. Yeah, it would be more or less while we're talking here. You know, with all the brainstorming that's going on here, throwing ideas. Yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> so, I have yeah. a resume ready to go, sir. <laughs> it's already ready to go. So I mean, it's ready to go at any time. So you just make that phone call to Marvel when you're redoing a contract. Just email right. them that picture, and like all we're right. set. Come next week. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll pull Dude, yeah, some I'll, some strings. Pull it. <laughs> All right. We can make a good team. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm a history buff too. 
And that's the thing. I will or two. I studied it. I learned a bunch. I've known people who worked in, well, not work, but served in World War Two. I am would be, man. There's so many possibilities too you could do. I know. I, I, I like that bar thing. That bar thing's pretty good too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man. <laughs> but wow. Yeah, but but there's a but here. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But before I have to, there's a but. Um. Uh, also, um, I'm still not sure what a specific character or universe or universe inside Marvel Universe or whatever. But I also mm-hmm. like uh, all the cosmic characters. Uh, I also lo- love that the type of stories. Uh, I don't know how 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 I would do drawing them, but I'm uh, also attracted to that genre, like uh, the more the Silver Surfer kind of stuff. Oh, you know exactly. I remembered the other day I was looking to a uh, Ghost Rider. Now it's kind of a, this Cosmic Ghost Rider, right? Yeah, it's the Punisher. Yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider's Frank Castle Punisher, I believe, or something like that. And he has Baby Thanos, if I remember correctly. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was looking at the comic. I was like, oh, this, this, this will be fun to draw. There's like a cosmic character, but also. The, 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 like, still a demon or some evil shit going he on. looks like you took drugs and you were told to draw ghost rider or something wow. like that like he i mean he does does he not i love him to death he's really yeah. cool but that's he looks cool. like the lsd ghost rider yeah yeah that's awesome that that will be oh, very awesome to do maybe i think i would like to work on a comic like that but as ironic as it is i am mm-hmm. and i am in marvel Loving it, you know. I have to say, uh, nice people. Yeah, yes, yes. Cool. The assistant editors are awesome. Writers, you know. I have only good experiences to tell about Mel Marvel. Loving where I am, but it's very ironic that I I am a guy who uh, I was I used to be a kid that grew on DC. You, you know? just ruined our whole pitch. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, no, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> No, 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 no. These guys no, are they... not gonna take it personally. I hope not. We got hooked to right. No, no, but uh, yeah, no. But actually, I had to say this as, as, as you know, before I say that, I always dreamed of, dreamt of, you know, mm-hmm. me and maybe nine out of ten comic artists are comic book artists to draw Batman, of course. I, you know. And I just talked to someone the other day. We're yeah. Oh God. I, like earlier today, we were having a conversation, a meeting for a thing, and he actually drew Batman too. So, yeah, definitely it is nine out of ten artists want to draw Batman. Wait, hold on, no, hold on, hold on. No. Uh-huh. What type of Batman? Are we talking Adam West 1960s or are we talking like modern day Batman? Well, any any version. Any bat, any version of Batman. Oh, we got like any a version. cartoon now that's being made into a comic, sir. Like, we got everything. Yeah, well, yeah, Batman is so diverse and, you know. Yeah, you have more than one at the same time. I don't. I don't even know what's going on anymore. A yeah. lot of crazy shit. Let's just say Joker's at war with people right now. That's what's happening. I I heard. I read the other day that Bruce Wayne got killed. Is that true? Maybe I'm not that. I'm like a couple issues behind. I don't. He might have. Uh. Al, okay. Spoiler I, alert. I mean, Al, I hope I didn't true. ruin this for anybody. No, I don't think so. I don't think so because that may or may not be true. I know this is a spoiler because he is dead in the comics until they do a crisis and bring everybody back in a reboot. But 
right now, currently, spoiler, fast forward five seconds, 15, 20 seconds, Alfred is dead. Okay, yeah, that I know. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Like, he's dead, dead. Like, there was a body. Bane uh-huh. brutally murdered that man. And he's gone. But, the, you know, DC's going to reboot again, aren't they? Oh, God, yeah. Sooner or later. Oh, shit. I don't know, actually, because I don't know what the state is, because I haven't kept track of the news, because... I've been I've been doing work stuff like at an animal hospital and that's been busy as hell. So I think there's like future state or something like that happening right now. It's like flat flash forward to the future, which yeah. we all need really bad. So I get that. I get that. Uh, so Batman, no, Batman is one you want to go for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you Batman- know, I because I haven't been reading for a long time now. Uh, I still like the characters in the universe, but. So I can't keep up. You know, I just see in the news and some comic book podcasts. Sometimes they talk about stuff that I'm like, okay, I'm I'm lost here. I don't know. What yeah, it's it's very themes in general. Themes in comics are really weird, especially this year. Themes in comics are very weird because things are stopped. Things aren't going anymore. Series are ended. Like that's why we are both grateful that we still get to work because. We've had, I mean, there's people I've seen and know that that have lost jobs this year because of it, because a lot of series are canceled. So, like, it's really just all over the place with shit at the moment here. So you just don't know what's going to be happening here. Like, you don't know if it's going to be this story is going to happen, this one's going to happen. A few of them are still going, but then a lot of them are like up in the air, but like, I don't know. So it's really weird to keep track of everything right now. It's really tough. So I do not believe, you're not alone in trying to figure it out at yeah, all. Not even, yeah, you know, and, and I'm working for Marvel, and it's for, for us who work for a specific publisher, uh, not even, we can tell you uh, the whole, well, what the whole picture is about. I mean, I mean uh, I'm I'm still I'm here working on my specific issue of a specific comic book. I'm worried and about this little universe of mine here. So yeah, I, that's it. Yeah, I, we're all worried. I, I don't know the the bigger picture, the big plan, what's going on. But you know, uh, cancellations happened a lot in the uh, around mid 2020. But yeah. um, you know, I I'm more of course because because of uh, because I work for Marvel. Uh, I know about more about Mar- what goes what goes on inside Marvel these days. Mm-hmm. Well, you know things look much better than uh, they were in June, July. It's true. It's very true. I heard they have a cool World War II book in the process being made right now. I heard, uh, it's very true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you hear that? I did. I know. It's spoiler. They're bleeding cool. Put it out there. Who knew? Uh, supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, it's supposed to no. be. Yeah, the best book of 2021. Oh my god, you you, you know what though? That's the sad part. Is it, it? It's not the sad part. It probably wouldn't be, but it'd probably be in the top five. I think it really would. <laughs> That's not me trying to sell it. That's me being honest. Is because everybody wants that book so bad. If we, that's like, that's like the kid who just is in a candy store. And just or. What is it? It's when you're an adult collector of toys, such as me. I do Jurassic stuff and everything. I was like, you're always walking in the store like, man, one day I'm going to get that. It's one day. And then well, it's like that, and it's like that day comes and you're like, this is the greatest day of my life. This is what I've always wanted. <laughs> like, oh, no, yes. That, that, I, I know I would be that kid drawing it. 
Yeah. You know, oh I, yeah. I would be that kid for sure. I would have the greatest time of my life drawing that that type of story. I'd put in everything I have as a writer in that story. Marvel, listen to this episode. <laughs> Simply, yeah. of all the episodes I've ever done in three fucking years, this is the one we really need you to listen to. I know you uh, listen to them, but shit. <laughs> well, well, man, uh, huh? I'll I'll make sure uh, I'll send the link to a few people there. Woo! It's woo! <laughs> Well, thank you. We're coming near the end here, boss, because I, we're like we both said in the emails, we are both night owls. But I don't want to take it too much more of your time. And this has been a blast. Like this has been a huge amount of fun. I want to thank you for coming on the show, boss. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, I also had a great time. I could keep talking here, but like you said, maybe we should stop eventually. It's true. We're gonna give out too many good ideas for one, and then we'll just go forever. And people are like, oh my god. But no, yeah, it's. Where can people find you on social media, though? Because I know that's the whole thing these days we got to keep track of and such like that. So where can people find you at there? This is the part when I have to give my social media addresses, right? Yeah. Because (laughs) I suck at that. Oh, shit. I'm I'm giving the phone right now. Does that help you? I I have have to look, actually look at my Instagram to say, okay, which which is my Instagram again? Okay, I, I know. I know, I know. I see it. How do you say Instagram? Instagram is at blah 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 or slash. Yeah, just the at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to check my Instagram, it is at Marcelo Ferreira HQ. Now it's how how are gonna how are people gonna figure out my last name? Uh, so I'll I'll spell it. <laughs> I'll spell uh, it on one. It's F E R E I R A. Just to be on the safe side. So yeah. Marcelo, my name is. Well, I, I'll spell the whole thing. This, these these people who have weird names. Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> my, so to you to you people who are listening right now, if you want to check my Instagram, it is at Marcelo M M A R C E L O, right? Mm-hmm. And my last name F E R R E I R A H Q, all in one word. So maybe you have to slow down this part of the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it in. Don't worry. I mean, listen, people, people figure it out. Also, I just gave you a follow on there, so that's a plus. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute here. I don't have you on Instagram. Let me fix that really fast. Yeah, there we go. And I also, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I, I always, I always talk about my Instagram because my Twitter is kind of a, I just mirror the pub, all everything I put on Instagram. I mirror to Twitter. You know, I'm not much of a Twitter user, so you, you, you know, basically, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, there's that's the way to uh, to see what I'm doing right now. You know, the best way. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. I mean, it's usually it. It's what the modern day business card people call it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially yeah. for maybe for for visual artists, Instagram to me is the best. So I don't use much Facebook or Twitter, so it's basically Instagram. So nice. Keep up when I post something there. Uh, you know, actually, uh, next week I'll update my Instagram. I'm a little, I'm a little behind with that, so I'll update it. Nice, nice. Well, I, I will definitely say, good sir, is I will let you know, and I'll send you the promo art and whatnot for when this episode goes up, and just a yeah. little bit on a Monday, probably next Monday coming up. But yeah, that. This honestly has been the most fun time I've had in a while. <laughs> like, it's really been, this has been a blast, dude. You're welcome back anytime on the show. 
Well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It was fun to meet you. It was likewise, a, sir. Yeah, likewise. Had a great time. Yeah, you keep in touch one on. I'll let you know, and I'll talk to you later, Marcel. But you have yourself a good night, boss, okay? Thanks. You too, man. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>